Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Stevie T MMA podcast. So today we're going to be going over just some news that has happened recently in the sport. There uh, unfortunately was not a fight card this past Saturday, so I will not be able to speak on any of those. But um, a couple days ago, we did have a pretty prolific fight in one championship between Demetrius Johnson and and uh, another fight with Eddie Alvarez. That um, was uh, the featuring. You know, they're both two former UFC champions. So we're gonna speak about that. I'm just gonna give a brief rundown of uh, what we're gonna be talking about today. One championship in Bellator. Two major organizations that are not the UFC. We're gonna talk about differences. We're gonna be talking about the two uh, fighters that I previously mentioned, and some uh, rule differences um, between their organizations and the UFCs. Um, notable, we're going to also go over some notable UFC fighters and other promotions. Then we're going to talk about um, Michael Chandler fighting soon, who's a fighter that came from another promotion, um, as well as Justin Gaethje is another uh, guy we're going to be talking about quite a bit about. We're going to be talking about the UFC fight night that happens tomorrow between Marvin Vittori and Kevin Holland. Also going to go over some news with John Jones' fight falling through, and then we're also going to be talking about Dustin versus Connor three has been signed and agreed upon when that's going to take place, and some predictions for it. So let's go ahead and start right out of the gate with mentioning that the UFC, um, without a shadow of a doubt, is the premier organization when it comes to mixed martial arts. There are plenty of other smaller organizations, a bunch actually, all over the world. There's even one in Memphis, Tennessee called B3. And a lot of these smaller organizations, you fight, you work your way up to one of the uh, big three is what I, w- I would call the big three. You have uh, the UFC being the big dog, the, the biggest one that you could possibly get into. The second, I would say, is Bellator, which um, gets a lot of flack because it's not the UFC and people think that fighters outside of the UFC are mediocre in comparison that if you, if you want to be the best in the world you you have to be in the UFC which is uh I don't truly believe it's the case and then one championship which is um, pretty large pretty on the rise as well and so we're going to go ahead and talk about the major differences between these three is the UFC even though primarily based in America largest uh, lar- largest portion of its audience is American it's um, it reaches the entire world they do uh, venues hold, hold venues in pretty much every country especially if they have a notable fighter that's main eventing let's just take a Michael Bisping or a Darren Till who are English fighters they'll have them they'll have them in Liverpool or in uh in London, um, places like that to uh, make sure that the sales are boosted and, and stuff because of that. So they're they're probably the most the major the major big one. Um, Bellator, kind of the same deal, just on a smaller scale. Um, Bellator gets a lot of flag because a lot of notable UFC fighters, once their career kind of hedges to an end in the UFC, they do go to Bellator, which is why Bellator gets a lot of flag because it's older UFC fighters and a couple of um, a couple of young guys that do have talent and then one championship is a primarily Asian based uh, MMA promotion very big in think places like Singapore and um, they do a lot of kickboxing as well so it's kickboxing and MMA all on the same fight card so 
those are some of the big differences. Um, most recent um, is Demetrius Johnson. Demetrius Johnson came to the uh, to the UFC. I mean, Demetrius Johnson went to. Um, sorry, my microphone came unplugged for a second. Demetrius Johnson and Eddie Alvarez were a part of the first ever mixed martial arts trade promotion trade. So they traded them to for Ben Askren to come over to the UFC. And Demetrius Johnson was coming off of a loss. But before that, he had defended the flyweight title 11 consecutive times, which is still the record. So very, very, very accomplished and, and notable, um, notable fighter. Eddie Alvarez, uh, of course, former uh, UFC champion, um, got beat by Conor McGregor to lose it. So not a bad person to lose to, to, to lose your belt, honestly. Uh, still very, very active. Still, was still getting wins and competing at the highest level. They traded him over to one championship. So the big deal is, okay, these two guys are, of course, going to go over there and, and wreck everybody. That's kind of That was kind of the big, uh, the big, saying on on the, how that trade was going to go that they that the UFC got the short end of the stick they traded two really great and accomplished fighters even though they weren't super big names not selling or something like that they still traded two very accomplished fighters for this guy that was a um Bellator and one championship champion at 170 pounds how's he going to do in the UFC he's an undefeated guy but he's kind of on the tail end of his career and Hadn't fought in two years, had retired. We're just going to pick him up. That's kind of how it went. And ben Askren didn't have a whole lot of success in the UFC. Um, actually holds the record for the – he got knocked out, and it was the fastest knockout in UFC history with that five seconds. So kind of incredible thing. Um, some, um, Demetrius Johnson went over there, and he had success winning the Flyweight Grand Prix. Um, Eddie Alvarez lost his first fight via first-round KO to a guy who nobody knew. So that kind of started the whole, you know, does the UFC really have the best fighters in the world? I do think so. I think put under the pressure of those kind of lights and stuff, people do change. Um, but And then again, it's a fist fight. Anybody can lose at any time. So that's a, that's a big deal with it too. Um, so we're going to go ahead and talk about... There are two fights that happened uh, a couple days ago with one championship. So the main event was uh, Demetrius Johnson fighting the cha their champion. I can't quite remember what his name is. But Demetrius Johnson lost via um, a, a knee, knee to the head, but he was on the ground. Which, of course, if you remember from a couple episodes ago, Aljamain Sterling just lost, I mean, just uh, won the belt via disqualification because uh, Peter Yan kneed him while he was down in the head, knocked him out, which is illegal in the UFC, but completely legal in one championship. That's something you can do in one championship. So it was taken advantage of, and Demetrius Johnson got a uh, knee in the head and then finished. And they do a... The guy he was fighting was a lot bigger than him. They do a different kind of... They don't let fighters weight cut. They uh, they do like hydration level testing and stuff. So the guy was a lot bigger than him too. I just want to point that out. But that's saying, you know, does the UFC have the best guys in the world? I mean, the, we've moved on. Henry Cejudo and then um, 
beat him, went on to be very successful in the UFC. So then Eddie Alvarez got uh, lost via disqualification due to hitting a fighter in the back of the head, which is something that happens all the time. I mean, you're in a cage, you're you're fighting somebody else. Mm. So when you when hitting somebody in the back of the head, I get it. If especially if it's intentional, but in this case, I do not believe it was. Um, there was a too many too many hits to the back of the head. I mean, I get I get that that can that can damage somebody, but then again, they did sign up to go into a cage and punch each other. So I, I feel bad for Eddie. Um, he he had he was on a two fight win streak, I believe, before before this, and now it's a DQ loss on his record. It's just uh, it's pretty bad. And I don't agree that I don't think it should have been stopped. I mean, he was about he was he finished the guy, you know, hitting somebody on the back of the head happens all the time and n- never gets stopped. So it's crazy to see it actually you know happening and somebody get disqualified. We're gonna go ahead and move on to uh, some notable UFC fighters, former UFC fighters uh, that have fought in other promotions. So Bellator is gonna be the uh, the number one for this, very, very, very easily. Number one, a lot of veterans fight for Bellator. Uh, most notable, I would say, you have Ryan Bader, who's one of their champions. You got guys like Paul Daly. Um, who else? Uh, Leota Machida, a lot of former champions, Rashad Evans, um, Chael Sonnen fought for Bellator, plenty, plenty of um, older guys that they have over there fighting for him. And um, I do believe that, that Bellator does have some talent, but it's it's not those guys that, that they signed on uh, the tail, tail end of their career. To get some to get some name name value to the company is kind of what what that was. Um, I would say the most notable fighter fighters that have moved from um, other promotions would be uh, currently Michael Chandler, who's uh, fighting for the lightweight belt in May. Was a uh, th- former three-time Bellator lightweight champion. And now, if he becomes a UFC champion, that kind of begs the question: Does you know, do they have? Is the talent truly evenly spread out between these these promotions? Which I think, in the in sh- short answer, yes. Um, it, there are plenty of guys that can beat top tier guys um, any night, any day. A very good fighter can lose just because it is a fight. So we got Michael Chandler um, got a first round knockout in his debut, going straight into the title fight. Um, he deserves it. He's number four in the world. Um, Khabib's officially retired. There's an open spot. Um, so he's number number three versus number four. He's fighting Charles Oliveira, which is kind of a bad matchup for him because very good wrestler versus very good jiu-jitsu guy. You can kind of see how, that, how a lot of people think that's going to play out. But I do believe that Michael Chandler will be um, our lightweight champion here, here very soon. Another notable guy is Justin Gaethje, who's, who's kind of a knockout artist, came from a wrestling background. Uh, I believe it, he was in PFL for a very long time. Came over, won a fight, lost two in a row, then won like four in a row to be able to fight Khabib. And uh, he's number two in the world, very, very talented guy. He's one of the very few people that are um, that are kind of left out of the picture right now. 
Justin Gaethje because you got number one, Dustin Poirier, is um, officially signed on to fight Conor McGregor for a third time. They're doing the trilogy fight in July, I believe. Conor's ranked number six, number five, number six. So Justin Gaethje needs to get a fight soon. I believe he hasn't fought since he lost to Khabib. So I believe getting him a fight would be very, very good for the promotion too. You got to keep promoting these guys. Um, other news, like I like I mentioned, Dustin versus Connor three happening July, I believe July tenth. Um, anytime Connor McGregor fights, it's a big deal. It's going to be in headlines, especially if you follow this kind of stuff. It's it's all all a lot of people are going to be talking about. It. It's going to bring people that don't know a lot about the sport are always going to support him just because of how big his name is. Um, I believe Dustin Poirier is going to win again. Don't know how. Don't I don't really care either. I just I just think Dustin uh, is going to go out there and get the job done again. He got a very very seasoned fighter in Dustin and a dog. And uh, their first fight, of course, was eight years ago when Connor knocked him out. It's been a very long time, and uh, Dustin has developed himself in such a way that that he is all he. There's not a lot of people better than him in the world right now, pound for pound. Yeah, he's a very, very talented fighter. Um, got a lot of big names, and he's he's fought everybody. He's fought Max Holloway twice, Khabib, Connor twice. Gonna set, about to fight him a third time. Justin Gaethje, Eddie Alvarez twice. You know he's got all kinds of big names on his record. Jim Miller, um, things like that. So he's a dog. I don't think um, I don't think Connor has has fought that kind of level of competition consistently like Dustin has, and Dustin's going to have that upper hand of being um, kind of more seasoned, honestly. Um, the next thing we're going to talk about is uh, the UFC fight night on Saturday. we got a couple good fights, a couple good fights coming up, um, but the most prolific one, of course, is going to be this Saturday. Tomorrow, it starts at 2. It's kind of an odd time for it to start. Actually, very early, very early. So that means the main event's gonna happen around like four o'clock. Hmm. I think they're doing that for Italy because the main event, Marvin Vittori, is is Italian. So I believe that's why. Um, early prelims, no big names. Um, the normal prelims. Um, headlining it's Jim Miller, who's a very seasoned vet. Very good jiu-jitsu guy, so we'll see that one. That should be a fun one. Um, kicking off the card is uh, Mike Perry versus Daniel Rodriguez. Mike Perry, if you follow the sport, you know, is a very big clown, very funny guy. Doesn't Has kind of been on a uh, losing streak here lately. Had win one, lose one, win one, lose one. Can't really get anything going for himself. So we'll see if he can bounce back. He just recently had a kid as well, so. We'll see if he can bounce back and get a dub. I'm always going to root for Mike Perry. I think he's funny and I like him. We got Nina Nunez, who's the uh, wife of Amanda Nunez, fighting Mackenzie Dern. Both of these two girls are very, very dangerous. Um, Nina being number five in the world, Mackenzie Dern being number 10 or 11. So this would be a good good challenge for Mackenzie Dern to, to really climb those rankings. And they push Mackenzie Dern pretty hard as well. She's a... Uh, She's won a bunch of gold medals in jiu-jitsu competitions. Very, very accomplished. We got Arnold Allen versus Sadiq Youssef uh, in the co-main featherweight. Um, both of these guys very well could be the future of the featherweight division. They, I could very easily see both of these guys 
um, meaning back up soon, maybe in two or three years, at the very top of the sport in the division meeting again. So whoever wins, I mean, both of these guys are very, very talented. Um, I'm going to go with Arnold Allen. He's got 16-1. and one. He's got a couple more fights on his resume than uh, Sadiq does. So Sadiq's 11-1, Arnold Allen being 16-1. and one. I'm just going to go with Allen. He's pretty good. I've watched him fight a couple times. He's got very high IQ with it as well. Um, then we're going to go to uh, Marvin Vittori versus Kevin Holland, the main event. If you remember, um, Kevin Holland fought about two or th- two, three weeks ago. He fought Derek Brunson and lost all five rounds. But uh, he's he's known to be the guy that you call if you need someone to you need someone to step in and take a fight. And Marvin Vittori was supposed to fight Darren Till. Darren Till broke his collarbone. Call Kevin Holland. And here he is. Uh, they both made weight. They made weight a couple hours ago. I was watching it, and uh, Kevin Holland, good striker. Uh, Marvin Vittori, good at everything. He's got good wrestling, good striking. Um, I believe I believe Marvin Vittori's last loss um, was to Israel Adesanya, the current middleweight champion. This fight's at middleweight, by the way. I don't know if I forgot to mention that or not. Um, let me go ahead and check. Yeah, his last loss was uh, to Israel Adesanya, and he lost via split decision. Which is uh, not too bad, not too bad. Since then, he's on a four-fight win streak with his most re- recent win being over number six-ranked Jack Her- Hermanson. Won the fight via unanimous decision. It was a very good fight. I, I watched it um, watched it live. He's 16-4, but um, he- he's a very, very good fighter. A very good submission guy as well. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and go with uh, – I'm going to go with Marvin – even though I've, I really do like, uh, even though I really do like uh, Kevin Holland, I think uh, I think Marvin's going to take the dub home on that one. So those are my predictions for tomorrow night. Uh, one one more thing we're going to talk about is uh, the uh, John Jones fight. So the big deal with Francis and Ghana becoming champion, heavyweight champion, is uh, a lot of people hope that John Jones would. Uh, step right in and fight him, and that just hasn't been the case. There's been a lot of drama, especially on things like Twitter and stuff. John Jones being one of the most accomplished fighters in, in, in history. Um, youngest uh, UFC light heavyweight champion of all time. Youngest UFC champion of all time at 23 years old. He's fought 15 title fights. He's never lost. Um, he's got one loss on his record, and it was because he got disqualified. And it honestly shouldn't be there. He should be completely undefeated. Um it's been a money issue. John Jones says they're not going to pay him enough to to do that heavyweight fight. Um, I think it'll eventually happen. I think right now, John Jones is playing the long game. So we'll just we'll see. That's uh, that could possibly be the biggest fight of all time. Uh, John Jones versus Francis Ngannou for the heavyweight title. It sounds awesome. They could they could just sell that alone. But they always like to stack up those kind of cards. So. Um, that's about all we got for this week. Uh, not a lot going on. Not a lot to talk about just because of the lack of a fight card. So I hope you all enjoyed it, and we'll see you next week.